You're listening to episode 259 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually just giving us money. Don't forget, ZorkFest 2018 is Friday through Sunday, May 25th through 27th at Treasure Island, just before the start of 360 Vegas Vacation 6. Learn to make the most of loyalty programs so you can get better comps while simultaneously being entertained. Register to attend ZorkFest 2018 at ZorkFest.com and use the promo code ZORK360 to receive $10 off the price of admission. 360 Vegas Vacation 6 details are available there as well or at the blog. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Is this what empty nesters feel like? It's what do you mean? weird not having Tony all the time. Oh, it's very weird. Like, I mean, obviously, we've been together 20 years, so... We've got this thing figured out, basically. I personally like it when when there's three of us because I don't have to sit here and talk to you like I do all the time. (laughs) So (laughs) he's he's a good he's something new. I'm like oh once a week I I, get another person. (laughs) I have to make a concerted effort to specifically speak to you for an hour. Talk to you all the time. Why do I got to do it again? (laughs) (laughs) We're so fucking bored with each other. Why not stop him? Like going. And we can't even deviate from the subject. Like, you've now figured out, how do I simultaneously make you speak to me and only talk about what I want to yeah, talk about yeah, for an pretty hour? Much. It's pretty genius. I have not been able to figure out how to get you to talk, to talk about anything that I like to do for an hour. <laughs> this, so <laughs> This entire concept. I fuck, fuck the show. Fuck the listeners. Fuck all this. It was just a grand concept like going, I'm going to get this bitch. I'm going to get her. <laughs> Make her talk about what I like. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> and then she has to pretend to like it or be interested. <laughs> Which I'm still not very good at that because there's, there's a lot of times where you're looking for a reaction from me and I'm just like, eh. Okay. <laughs> I really I don't have an opinion on that one way or the other. Like, it's got to be better than that. Nope, that's all you're getting. You're forcing me to sit here. I'm listening. I'm talking about it. It's all you're getting. <laughs> Although we did um, we did find a way to kind of interject with, inter- interact with Tony and Jen this week. You uh, got creative and discovered what's basically the app version of Cards Against Humanity Yeah. called Evil Apples. If you've never played Cards Against Humanity, I was, so I was cynical to this concept, but whoever it was, they, they were basically the best versions of English dicks that you've, you've ever heard of before. They figured out questions and answers and answers that would simultaneously work for... I mean, it's like Mad Libs except right. good. Well, it's Mad Libs for adults, yeah. basically. And, you know, so you, you, you get answers... And whoever is in charge has, you know, a question. It's like, for me, actually, it's like Match Game. Because Match Game is back back on TV now, and I love it. Yeah, but Match but, Game, I always thought was stupid. Because to me, they would ask questions where, to me, the obvious thing was like, yeah, well, like, fucker is what you mean. <laughs> you know, or like, whatever it was. It se- and, and, it's, and it's funny, because there's been a few times, number one, I cannot believe how fucking stupid some of these contestants are. <laughs> like, the, the questions or the, the responses that they come up to fill in the blank, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I've seen at least, and it's only been on maybe four or five times, but they two, they do, like, two rounds every episode. I've seen at least four or five times where both contest, contestants had zero matches because the response that they gave was so fucking awful. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so anyway, the, yeah, it, it's like Match Gamer or Mad Libs for adults where... You know, you you have a. It's a stack aggressive. Of, it's got cuss words in it. Yeah. It's pre, I mean, it's pretty. Uh, it's funny because the longer you play, the more you start to realize 
who because the idea is you're not supposed to know who's well, submitting yeah, these. Yeah, so so you don't. So so whoever is is I don't know the dealer or whatever the boss they put down the the card that you have to fill in the blank on. And so then everybody kind of turns theirs over face down and slides them in and you shuffle them up. And then whoever's, you know, the boss picks their favorite. And if they pick your card, you get a point. And so part of the fun is trying to figure out what whoever is in charge, what what will make them laugh, what will, what them laugh. will they think is the best yeah, response. And, and that's the trick that people yeah. do all the time, like going, oh, I don't think this is the best one, but I know he'll think that's funny. <laughs> right, exactly. But now you can you can play it, instead of having to be live and in person with actual cards, you can play it on an app called Evil Apples. Yeah. So if you haven't done it, so yeah, we were playing that, the four of us, earlier this week, and it's just fun. Yeah. I swear that they, they were cheating, though, because they kept picking each other's cards constantly. <laughs> What no? See, because when we played it live, when they were down here, the same thing. Like they were, they got difficult because they knew, oh, she'll think this is really funny, you know. And and because I'd submit some like, how is that not funny? You're like, well, to you, it's funny, right? I don't exactly. Think it's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that is. You know what it reminds me of is when we were in college. There was a time taboo. Yes, people. Oh would, yeah, people they wouldn't, wouldn't play with play us against Karen and I because <laughs> we could fucking like get the other one to guess it just with little idiosyncrasy like oh, quite that like one time we stayed over at your aunt and uncle's house pork chops yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, like people are like what the fuck does that have to do with anything yeah. so yeah, like people just speaking <laughs> like it's not even fucking fun to play with you guys because like you just crush it <laughs> so, yeah. we, we thought it was fun I, yeah, we, yeah, yeah really <laughs> all right let's get into the show he's mark i'm karen and as always we start with random vegas the thunderbird had an entertainment slogan you saw it first at the Thunderbird, priding itself on their ability to attract big-name talent to perform at their property before anywhere else. One night, during a dinner show that involved a horse, in the middle of the... <laughs> that, that just sounds wrong. I know. <laughs> Why do you have a horse at a dinner like, show? What the fuck what kind of shows did they have at the goddamn Thunderbird? Especially if the horse walked out and nobody was riding it. They were just leading it to the middle of the stage, and all of a sudden they're like... What? Wait, what did we buy tickets for? I know, what? it reminds me of Clerks 2. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Why are we here? Or it reminds me of that uh, that couple that sat behind us when we went to go see Crazy Horse. Oh, right, yeah. That the wife apparently didn't know what she was getting into and was just pissed off the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What did you bring me to? So one night during a dinner show that involved a, a horse, I'm sure it's not nearly as, as devious no, as we I just laugh thinking. every time I, know, I right? hear it. <laughs> so in the middle of the production... The horse decided it needed to relieve itself right on the stage at a time when showrooms were also dining rooms and the tables were located so close to the stage they touched it. So so wait, just clarity. Does the story, did the Random Vegas say which type of relieving itself it needed to do? Because I think that would make a big difference. One would just be a, a splat with a very awful smell the other potentially could splatter and go all over the place. It got darker than I expected it to go. <laughs> well, I'm thinking I about the people, I, that are, so the, the people that are sitting there at the tables. If I, it went number one, there's a potential to splattered onto their food. If it just went number two and plopped on the stage, then you just had to deal with the spell. Like, there... Uh, there's a huge difference to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. The stage lights were quickly dimmed and the resident MC distracted the audience while the mess was cleaned up. Once the show was ready to resume, attempting to make a light of the situation, the announcer said, Remember, everyone, you saw it first at the Thunderbird. The crowd <laughs> responded with thunderous laughter and the slogan became infamous. Yeah, I, I think that's something you I'd be like, I'm never really, coming back here yeah, again. Yeah, you have really sullied that because to me, and here's the weird thing. He, he, no, here's the weird thing about it is like, you've sullied it, but in a way that I'm like, I assumed it shit. So why is it that you thought that it may be less than shit, and then I was like... Oh, so that the horse pissed now, instead yeah, of now, Oh, now you've all made it like like real bowel movements. I'm like going, you thought it was shit. Why is it less? Like, I don't know why. Like I said, I just think that might be one of the few times you're where... You're absolutely right. It could have been either way. The horse taking a piss would have been way worse well, than it yeah, shitting on no, stage. Well, and, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. I mean, there is a reason why they call it, you know, need to piss like a racehorse, so... Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know how that would have. Sorry. <laughs> My I mean, mind. to your point, it's shitting may have week. been the better thing because it would have been easier to kind of clean up. Oh yeah, once you get it off the stage, for the most part, the smell's gonna be gone. You're gonna have a little bit of lingering stuff. But if but, I mean, it's that's splattered, a lot of what we have a fucking Bernie's Mountain Dog. If oh my God, when he has the it's a lot of liquid. So imagine a horse. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On stage, right next door, you're eating. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. And if that's a stage that's pieced together, the orchestra's downstairs. It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. This is really good, though, coming up. we got to get there quick. <laughs> okay, so let's move into the Twit Pick of the Week. The longer I do the Twit Pick of the Week, the more I get to stumble across pictures like this. Pictures I logistically knew existed, but hadn't had the opportunity to enjoy until that one fateful day that Tony Elias shares it and the history twitch in me start to tingle. That what it is? It's a history twitch? <laughs> right. Good God. Look at all the awesome in this picture. First, the fucking Flamingo Capri. There just aren't enough pictures of the structure that started as an affiliate property to her namesake before evolving into its own thing, best known as Imperial Palace. Just behind it, the Holiday Casino Riverboat, a concept originally approved to be built in between the Flamingo Capri and the Flamingo. But possibly my favorite part of this picture is the trick your eye plays on you when you look at it. Like an optical illusion, what your mind knows and what it's actually seeing conflicts with one another. The Flamingo and its multiple high-rise towers have existed for so long, at first, this picture appears to be documenting a time when the property only had one of its four towers. Then you remember, Flamingo's first hotel tower didn't face east and west. It faced north and south, and it was located right off the strip. Once your eyes readjust, what you realize is that the tower isn't attached to the Flamingo at all. It belongs to the Holiday Inn. Then it hits you. The Flamingo was a low-rise property for over 30 years. This picture is documenting the final remaining years when the Flamingo would look anything like its original concept. For the record, that is around 1976. Soon it will begin its necessary evolution to prevent obsolescence. The feather plume signage will be gone, and the cascading feather goblet it's famous for today will be introduced. Porcashore will be relocated off of Las Vegas Boulevard, and the casino will be expanded up to the street. In other words, it's about to become the Flamingo. You know it is. That's a cool picture. Did, did it do it to you? I Well, so I, I noticed when I looked at it, first off, I'm like, oh, hey, it's Flamingo. Cool. And I forgot there was the Flamingo 2 or whatever it was, it was in the middle. And yeah, very initially, you're, initially like, the, you're like, oh, look at the tower. And then you're like, wait, the tower says Holiday Inn on it. Okay, that's not right. right. It, you know, yeah. So Yeah, I expanded on it. And it only takes like a second or so. I knew as I was explaining, uh, as I was going through the monologue, I knew that your eyes had already adjusted. But it was, uh, it happened to me. Yeah. But I knew all these things. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to spell it out as to how I got to it. Because it was because I was super excited about something. Well, because it was it was a different journey for me because it 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 was not only did the eye play a trick on me, but then history kicked in. Like I looked at it, I'm like, oh, check that. That's not right. Why why would that be? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I honestly, I'm not as familiar with what the flamingo originally looked like when it was built. I was pretty sure it was only it was single story or just a couple stories, not a huge tower. Um, but when you consider Caesar's Palace built up around itself, Holiday Fucking Inn built a high-rise tower before it built its first one. Yeah. That's, it's an awesome picture. Yeah. So as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which you should be seeing right now. So let's get into the news. First up, we have some information on 360 Vegas Vacation 7. You asked for it, so here it is. While we aren't ready to announce the exact events of 360 Vegas Vacation 7, 
we are able to commit to a theme or at least a geographic location. 360 Vegas Vacation 7 will be center strip centric, meaning the majority of the strip events will be located in between Aria and Bally's. It may spill over into Chroma, let's be honest. That property is oh, probably really yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You, you should check out Cromwell. <laughs> well, it's right next to Bally, so yeah. just expand it. I know, right? <laughs> go across the street, Winkle. Technically, in my head, it doesn't fit into that geographic location, <laughs> but I'm like, guys, it's right there. And it's so tiny. It's not like it's not like the other side because the other side of the street is Caesar's, right? You're right. Yeah. So it's not like we're going to go. Yeah, it's not like we're going to go to that corner and go north. I mean, that's just silly. That wouldn't make any sense. But Cromwell's just—it's just right there. Yeah. Something I will tease. We are working on the logistics around offering three brand new experiences to 360 Vegas Vacation. What? The words museum and island have been involved in some of those discussions. <laughs> As a reminder, 360 Vegas Vacation 6 is our next 360 Vegas Vacation, Sunday through Tuesday, May 27th through the 29th, preceded by Zorkfest 2018, Friday through Sunday, May 25th through the 27th at Treasure Island. We just like to plan ahead, and apparently many of you do too, so uh, that one is South Strip-centric. Vegas Vacation 7 will be Center Strip-centric. So book your rooms if you are prepared or want to. So again, I think everybody knows, again, 6 is South Strip. Yeah, 6 is South Strip. It's first. Right. 7 is the one after that. That's going to be, what is it, Labor Day? I never remember the order. Memorial Labor Day. Day. It's Labor the one Day. in September. Labor Day. Yeah, that's, that's the one that, uh, that will be Center Strip-centric. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, there have been some folks that have been harassing you. Like, where, where's it going to be? We're already looking at the book. And it's like, guys, we haven't gotten through the first one yet. Can we get through the, Can we get through six and then we'll start working on well, seven? Well, we, we did learn from our mistake last year where we didn't want to confuse people by announcing details too early. So while we knew them, we didn't announce them. And what we learned is that it we basically take... I mean, I guess last year it, it was an entire year, and this this year it wasn't as long because we had Vegas Vacation five before six. Right. But still, it was a good six seven months before the next one was going to happen. But what we didn't think of is while we had it planned, we hadn't set up the logistical whatever it took to do something like that. Going okay, we just did it. Now here's the next one. Like. Oh, fucking shit. It's like three months from now, and now everyone's yeah. freaking out. We're like, oh, shit. All right, well, let's not do that. Yeah. So those plans, honestly, those plans are coming soon. But since enough people were interested in it, we're like, going, okay, I know, I know. People want to book rooms. As a matter of fact, it was Metal Mike that had brought up, oh, man, Southwest flights are available to book. Like, okay, I'll tell you where it's going <laughs> to well, be. Yeah, especially if they've got sales and stuff going on. Exactly. So, so yes, it will be center strip details. And I guess it's just also too for us because we don't, we don't seem to book things much further than three months out. I mean, I think just when we, well, we used to, we used, we used to. to when well, we lived in Chicago and we got to partake in such awesome that's deals. That's true. That's true. Yeah. At least, yeah, down here you're kind of better off to wait till last minute because you never know there might be a new route or carrier or somebody added that you weren't planning on before. But. Yeah, Ugh, that's one of the problems we're having right now. Fucking. Frontier, while they are still direct, it's like, yes. hey, we're going to Vegas. You'll get there at fucking midnight. Like, what? Wait a minute, what? I know, and that's the crazy the fuck's thing. Going on? We get into Vegas on a direct flight at midnight. Yeah, that tells you how fucking late that, it, yeah. So we're trying to figure out what day we're going in. I know, right? Like, that's the logistics of it going, ugh. So it's so, like, okay, so hold on. So we could get a reasonable so, arrival so now, time. I know. Now I'm kind of contemplating going, maybe we should just do like a fucking connecting flight. <laughs> yeah. God damn, fucking midnight. I know. Like, I'll deal with that going home because whatever. Well, and so then if we go in the, if we go in earlier to get a whole nother day, then you, we got to pay for another hotel night on a weekend. Yeah. So it, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we're, we haven't decided yet. Yeah, we don't know. We're aggravated. We, we, we don't know when we're getting there. Clearly we're getting there, but... We may be annoyed, so maybe we should get in early. We're like, we'd be annoyed for a fucking day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to information about the Drew Las Vegas. Again, fucking Nostradamus over here. As predicted, despite allegations of sexual misconduct, not by the Drew, but <laughs> by... I was going to say, what? Yeah, by... <laughs> The announcement that Wynn Resorts is not only going to build Wynn West on the land formerly home to the frontier, 
but build as fast as possible has awoken up North Strip Projects. This week, the Whitcoff Group, new owners of the stalled Fountain Blue Project, announced plans to open in late 2020 under the new name, The Drew Las Vegas. FYI, 2020 is when Win West is expected to be completed or near complete. The Drew will be run by Marriott, be the first JW Marriott on the Strip, as well as the introduction of the addition brand to the market. If that all seems a bit confusing, no worries, we don't get it either. High level, they are finishing the property, plan to have 4,000 rooms, and it will be run by Marriott. Despite having more than half a million square feet of convention space, plans were shared to have a bridge connecting the Drew to the expanded Las Vegas convention space. No word what's wrong with the sidewalk. In addition, it was announced that Steve Unwin, the original CEO of the Cosmopolitan, will be at the helm. Okay, so hold on. I know, I know what you're going to say. I, I... I know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's almost like they're like, we're not him. We are, if he's win, we no, are the I, unwin. I thought you were trying to make a joke about and somehow tie st what Steve Wynn no. was doing or planned into this, and now you're just calling him Steve Unwin. No, that's his, no, that's his real name. Oh, my God. Yeah. The inspiration behind the name wasn't shared beyond PR jargon like approachable, fresh, and modern, but instantly questioned. Some sources have reported that at least part of the inspiration was in tribute to the man at the head of the Whitcoff group, Steve Whitcoff. His son, Andrew, died of an overdose on Oxycontin in 2011 at the age of 22. Yeah, that doesn't seem to be a good idea. It's yeah, almost it's like, like foreshadowing what's going to... Let's gonna... go party at, well, I mean, at the we, Drew. I mean, we don't want to do it there, I mean, because that's sad. That's... Let's... Well, yeah, and it, for, I think the first time you told me about the name, you said, well, they think it might be after, you know, the guy's son that died. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of sweet. And he went, of a drug overdose. I'm like, oh. Yeah, like yeah, initially okay, I was like, sweet. yeah, he died of, like, drowning. I'm like, oh, and they're like, a drug overdose. I'm like, this is Vegas. I don't know. That's probably it. <laughs> So, so just in general, I don't like the name. Yeah. yeah. The, the Drew just seems... Uh, I hate to say it seems a little douchey, but it feels a little douchey. But is it worse than Cromwell? Because Cromwell was kind of like, what the fuck I just that? don't get what Cromwell is. I mean, now I like it because I love the property. And I think that's where they're going with it. It's like, going, I know this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but if we do something cool, you're going to like it. So. so I think the, the walkway to the convention center really just is designed to provide additional appeal air conditioning well that yeah but then but to make it easier to get back and forth so if somebody's looking for a convention and they're looking for a space so they've got how many rooms at this thing four thousand okay and now now you're at the las vegas convention center which is newly expanded it just it seems to me like it would be a good preferred location for people if they were going to do a convention there to book a block room so i get that it just makes getting back and forth well, and easier. something that never occurs to me because i love the heat so much is that there are people who sweat profusely that are like well and not yeah, only i'm that. in a fucking full suit dude yeah. i don't feel like going out in 100 degree weather can i just have a air conditioned walkway because the, those convention for, floors are normally freezing like yes, they, yes, they crank the shit out of the AC, so you have to go dressed in layers i've shivered versus... many a time oh yeah and i'm and i'm always in a Full out fucking like jacket outfit. long sleeve because yeah. I'm like I will freeze in this fucking place if I don't. Oh yeah, no, I mean I, I it's just it's par for the course in Vegas. I mean normally you're cold when you go into the casinos anyway from outside, but then something about that vast space in the AC like oh Jesus Christ. Well, and they always the worst is if you have to be there for setup days because they'll crank the AC well, and anticipate. Well, yeah. they're they're anticipating. All the convention yeah, attendees yeah, the, being the in body there, heat of all and when people, you only yeah. have the the few folks that are there setting up, it is like a fucking icebox. So I get that. The other thing that I'm I'm again I'm not I don't like the location, but I'm excited that this is going to be a Marriott property because I'm you know Marriott's my preferred hotel. So I'm interested to kind of see what that is. But yeah, to the point that you made earlier, the fact that it's run by Marriott, it'll be the first JW Marriott. But it's also the introduction of the edition brand, and it's called the Drew. 
It, it's like, okay, yeah, I don't, way I don't, too many things going on here yeah, at one time. I, I don't get it. I assume there'll be floors run. I, I don't, I don't get uh, The point is I don't give a fuck. You're it, open, call it whatever the fuck. Do something with it. it. Yeah. Run whoever's running it. I don't give a shit. Just good luck on you. I, I'm glad to see that this thing, uh, to me, I know, I know a lot of people have looked at this thing negatively because of, you know, it, it, kind of a monument to failure, you know, or, or a reminder of how bad things were for a while. But to me, that effort to get that close, like the Harmon was one thing. We all knew the Harmon was basically an empty shell. Right. Is all it was. Right. This thing was fucking done, like 70% done. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, don't. And when they, yeah, they pulled the furnishings, yeah, uh, furnishings and the floor and wall coverings and stuff out. Don't destroy it. Like, I mean, come on. You fucking somebody finish that. Please finish that. Do it right. So Yeah, I know. I'm glad something's happening but with But what bums me out more than anything is, honest, honestly, dead honest appraisal of the situation. If the Riviera were still there, definitely would have entertained the idea of staying at Resorts World or the Drew or even the Riviera. The fact that it isn't, right. and it requires the, only the thing that's effort there. to go, yeah. the Drew... Circus, circus, uh, slots of fun. That like that much effort. It's 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 the problem we had with South Strip, where you've got Mandalay, Excalibur, and or uh, Mandalay, Luxor, and Excalibur. Yeah. But even they are. It's like are it's close enough. Well, that's, that's uh, what I don't like. It. That's one of the things I it's just also never why we liked. don't go to Mandalay. Right. We only go to Luxor. Right, and I never. I mean, we've stayed at Mandalay before. It's um, just too. It's just both. I've I've done, had to do it for work, and then we've done it there. What? It's just too far. It's just too disconnected. It takes you too long to yeah. get even with the tram just to get to Excalibur. But then you got to get from Excalibur to wherever yep. else, and it's just it, it's. You're not, right. Luxor is one degree separated from Excalibur, which has oh look at all these other options. They're just right on the corners. I get their big properties, but they're on the corners. Mandalay is like it's just one step too far. For yeah. Me. Just one step too far. And it's yeah. We, there's no need to kill that horse anymore. But yes, I agree. Okay, so now let's talk. Oh, I do have to say, seriously, Steve Unwin. His name is Unwin. Unwin. Yeah. With everything going on with Steve Win right now, now Steve well, Unwin. And the thing is, yeah. is he's already been there before. He was the original CEO. Okay. But it is. I agree. It is interesting and. and it's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's ironic. <laughs> That's what you call irony. And speaking of which, let's move into updates about Win's worst case scenario. Further adding to the theory. That the whole win sex scandal misconduct situation was nothing more than character assassination. This week it was announced that after six years in court, Steve Wynn has agreed to give up control of his ex-wife's shares in Wynn Resort. The primary argument of the entire lawsuit suddenly is not being contested in a court of law anymore. It was agreed upon. Yep. The move would reduce his interest in the company by almost half, down to 11.8%, making the possibility of a hostile takeover something he could no longer prevent from happening. After losing Mirage Resorts because he didn't own enough of its stock to prevent that exact situation from happening, Wynn made the concerted effort when he started Win Resorts, to never allow himself to be in that position again. An agreement was made between the three founders of Win Resorts, Stephen Elaine Wynn and business partner Kazu Okada, that would give Steve collective control over the group's shares, effectively preventing the same situation from ever happening again, or basically whatever Steve wanted was what would happen. Despite the couple's divorce in 2010, the partnership agreement didn't begin to fall apart until 2012 when Wynn Resorts accused Okada of attempting to bribe a foreign government to get the rights to build a resort in their country. An act that made him unfit to hold interest in Wynn Resorts, so his shares were liquidated. And even though that situation is set for trial in April of this year, Okada has already lost his interest in the company. He's suing to get it back. Making matters worse, in 2015, Elaine expressed a desire to have control over her shares in Wynn Resort, thus giving her the ability to sell them to support her philanthropic endeavors should 
she elect to do so? Elaine argued and filed a lawsuit saying that she no longer should be held to the original agreement between the three since part of that partnership had been dissolved. As a result, when Resorts decided to not re-elect Elaine to the board of directors in April of that year, citing her new interests to be in conflict with what was best for the company. The move meant that, in addition to controlling the voting interests of the company, Steve Wynn would be the only voice of that interest on the board of directors. It's this situation that is believed to be the motivation for the officially faceless public allegations of sexual misconduct alleged by Steve Wynn. Or accused by Steve Wynn. He, he, he fucking did it. What? No, I can't say that legally. No, you can't. No. <laughs> what I mean... There's been allegations that are made the, against him. Yes, the end of that sentence is to... It, what she said. What? <laughs> I was whispering over here on the side before you were going to edit it out, and you just didn't go with what I said. Somebody didn't listen to me. What I mean by that is, to date, the person or persons who initially accused Steve Wynn of sexual misconduct that did not take him to court over it have not been revealed. In every single allegation of sexual misconduct since the Harvey Weinstein sexual scandal came out, specific individuals with names and faces have been making the accusations that have taken down those who committed such acts. Now, people have since said that they also have dealt with sexual misconduct by Steve Wynn, and those people obviously have names and faces. However, no one knows the name of the person who they are now standing in support next to, saying, yeah, that happened to me too. Who started the whole thing. Right. But that's not the important part of the story, and it still doesn't prove that he didn't do what he's being accused of. The fact that Steve, after fighting to prevent giving Elaine control of over 9.4% interest in Wynn Resorts, has simply agreed to it now, seems to clearly confirm the source of the accusation was Elaine or those representing Elaine's interest. No matter what, don't expect that to ever be confirmed. In fact, considering Steve made a public point to disagree with the board's decision to not re-elect her as a member in 2015, a move largely believed to be nothing more than peacocking for the record, don't be surprised if Elaine comes to Steve's defense now in an attempt to squash the negative PR and improve the value of the stock she would now have control over doing whatever she wants to with. Just to reiterate, Steve agreed to giving Elaine control of these shares means he would no longer have the ability to prevent or virtually prevent another hostile takeover of his company. Something that, when he lost Mirage Resorts, he pledged that no matter what, the most important thing is that he never allow himself to be put in that position again. The position he just agreed to put himself into. Yeah, there, there's obviously some stuff happening behind the scenes. Yeah. To me, this is, as I said, this doesn't mean he didn't do it or he did whatever. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean he did things. or didn't. But to me, it's like crystal clear it was Elaine that did this. That, 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 uh, oh, she had her truck whatever, card and she used it. Yeah, that whatever this is, whether it's BS, whether it's real, whether she knew and knows that the people who this happened to, that he's already settled with and they can't actually come to the public, none of that matters. What I think this shows, it was Elaine that did it. She's like, all right, fuck you, dick. Like, you, this is where you pushed me to. Give me my fucking chairs. The only, the only point against that, if she's already basically forced him out of his company, what is the carrot that she's dangling in front of him. Well, he doesn't lose his interest. He's still a billionaire. I know, but if the most important thing to him... Yeah, no, he still... We talked about it before. He still has his interest. Yeah. He still has all of that. If the most important thing to him was was preventing a hostile takeover, like what happened with Mirage, there has to be something in this for him 
other than hey, this guy, he's got more fucking money than he knows what to do with. There's got to be something that she's saying. All right, give me give me control of my shares, and if you do, then this. Maybe. And I can't believe because this isn't going to go away. He's if she had dangled that in front of him, it, it can go away. Let's be honest. But but that seems to me like. That would have been the first thing she dangled so he didn't have to step down. So if she can, if somehow, if, if the carrot that she's dangling is all of this will go away. The allegations will go back in the quiet. Nobody will know anything about it and blah, blah, blah. He never would have stepped down as CEO. So there's, yeah. there's got to be something because otherwise she would have done that first. And he would have given her control of her shares in order to He also to doesn't do. seem to be the kind of person that responds to threats. Like, you have to just no, fucking knock that's his what ass I mean. down to be able to do it. But I, that's what I mean. I can't imagine Steve ever backing down and saying, okay, fine. He's been fighting this for so long. Well, maybe that For him to, to just go, okay, fine, you can have it. After So for him, it's like piling on. So after he steps down as CEO... After and now he's just gonna give her control over her shares. Well, maybe it dials into. Well, for one, maybe he, maybe maybe there's a, a larger plan in play. Like, oh, we're gonna fucking destroy you. Well, that's that's what I'm gonna sit back and wait yeah, for. Yeah, like, 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 go, go get your popcorn, kids. This ain't over yeah, yet. Like, like, like maybe it's like, listen, I will fucking pay for their lawsuits and destroy your legacy if you don't fucking do this. And he's like, oh. Fuck! You've already taken it this far. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you are going to do this, aren't you? Or maybe, maybe it is what we had talked about before that maybe some people who have proclaimed that this is a victory already that he stepped down, that maybe they do know something that that we don't know. That maybe his his ego is so massive that it's like. Okay, because he goes massive. But I mean, so much that he's looking at it like, listen, I'm in my 70s. I'm only going to be around for so fucking long. At this point, now you're tarnishing my legacy because that actually means something to me. And you know, know, so I whatever it is, she she got something. I just for for him to give this up after fighting it for so long. I mean, there's something else that's hidden behind the door. And good for her because I was never kind, uh, and maybe it's because of the respect that you and I have for each other. Although, you know, if you ended up leaving me and marrying some gross plastic fucking European model, would you? Have you seen Steve Wynn lately? Well, he's gross and plastic. Yeah, but regardless. There's something to be said. Like, I never really liked the way that he kind of treated her. Like, uh, divorces happen, but, like, you kind of thought, especially after they got divorced, how they kind of like, oh, no, 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 all right, you know, know, shit happens. You know, we're we're business partners here. We get it. We're friends. Like, right after the divorce, he was like, she's my best friend in the world. You know, and we're like, all right, shit happens. I I don't get it. I don't get it. But shit happens. And then you start to see this stuff like going, I kind of feel like you're being a dick but she doesn't seem to mind it and then it's like the moment she started to mind it like going oh i fucking knew you were being a dick i knew it yeah crazy yeah keep keep tuned folks this is not over yet i hope it is to be honest with you it's getting i know but all right well so then let's move on and talk about the msg spear las vegas chinese food is ruined that haven't they i wonder i i you would think well that's why i looked at him like msg like chinese food like really? no it's madison square garden why they decided to oh, shrink it down fuck. to that is the dumbest like i don't get it because i knew exactly what it meant the moment i read it and i'm like msg what like i never realized your initials were that why the Fuck! Are you using that abbreviation? That seems like a terrible idea. No offense, you can't have an MS uh, Madison Square Garden in Las Vegas. You just can't. Yeah. Anyway, I said it would never happen, but considering they partnered with Sheldon Adelson and the recently released rendering of the structure they just revealed, seems like I might get proven wrong in this situation. Ha! Yeah, but no worries. I never mind being wrong when I'm negative about anything in Vegas. Madison Square Garden and their partner, Las Vegas Sands, reveal plans to begin construction on their new 18,000-seat arena located east of the nation on a 400,000-square-foot stretch of land currently used for storage on Sands Avenue between Koval Lane and Manhattan Street in the second half of 2018. But that isn't why this went from another stadium project announced that won't happen. The reason is the structure they are planning to build is a giant 360-foot-tall, 500-foot-wide sphere, almost as wide 
as the high roller is tall, better described as kind of what it would look like if a planet decided it wanted to fall into Earth, but whose impact with the land didn't destroy it, but just created this little crater that it would now comfortably reside in from now on. The Venetian Palazzo will, of course, be connected to the venue that will use state-of-the-art sound and light and blah, 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 while the Vegas Sphere will be the first venue structure of its kind. A similar project is already being planned for London. Like just about everything planned for North Strip, plans are to open in 2020. What the fuck is this sphere going to be? It's a giant sphere. It's a giant... It looks like... Well, it's how I described okay, it. I know, but it's a sphere. But what's inside it? It's an entertainment venue. It's a, it's a, it's an arena. It's an 18,000-seat arena. Okay, this is probably one of the dumbest things I've heard in a long time. It's going to work because of that fu- fucking sphere. It's going to work. It sounds stupid. <laughs> I, I'm not impressed. I don't care. The one thing I will say that I agree with you on this is it, what, it, if all these things happen. First of all, you have the T-Mobile Arena. Yep. Which is was this giant arena. Yep. Vegas didn't have that, so you needed one. Like, okay, that's the biggest. Uh, you already, uh, like, Mandalay Bay had a really big one, and MGM Grand had a really big one, but this is bigger. So I get that. Now, this is a northern version of that. It, it, like, around the same size. Like, okay, two arenas that close to each other? That seems like well, a lot. Like a really, And T-Mobile really has the hockey team. And they have yeah. the, well, the WNBA team. So No, the, no, they don't. Oh, That's they don't? going to be at Mandalay Bay. Oh, okay. Well, which makes more sense because the WNBA team can't fill a regular arena. But, I mean, they have a they have a permanent resident there. It's not just a concert venue. So now you're going to build another arena that has what as its anchor? Yeah. And here's the other thing. I'm sure they are kind of looking at, well, look at all these big artists that are here and blah, 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 blah. It'll also be attached to the convention space. So that's the one thing Las Vegas Sands has going for it. Okay, so I could see where for some of the bigger conventions, and I, I think about my work. So, like, we have our worldwide coming up in April, and the final closing night is a concert with a huge named artist. Oh, I haven't told you about it. It's kind of cool. But it's off-site, so they have to bus everybody there right. and bus everybody back. So to have an arena like this attached where you could do something like that or even if you could wanted to bring all your conventioneers into one space because even we, we've had conventions at MGM Grand before and their whatever the hell they're where they do all the boxing matches Grand Garden Arena right wasn't big enough to hold everybody like they had overflow rooms and spill rooms so okay that I get if it's attached to the convention center but the other point that I was going to make with the artists is I'm sure they're looking at it and saying well we've got all these you know artists that come to town we could fill them there part of the appeal of going to see big name artists in Vegas is the intimacy of the know, of the right? venues. <laughs> and so it's like, well, why do I fly to Vegas to go see them in an arena when they come to the arena in my town and I can just see it here? Yeah, I knowing that it was attached to the Las Vegas Sands Convention Center, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll it's Vegas. You you break a lot of fucking rules that don't make sense. I'll give you two. I just get a little nervous when they start going with weird shapes. And maybe that's because, you know, we live in Memphis and they have the pyramid where, which was originally an arena. And that failed miserably for so many reasons. Well, because it's in Memphis. If you threw it in fucking Chicago, it could work. No, but the the issue is the way it was built, too. They had leaks and water problems. They had so many issues there. Once again, because it's in Memphis. (laughs) Anyway, I I just, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about arenas that aren't shaped like arenas that if you think about a touring act coming in, so they're, they're, I don't know, pink, fucking pink. She flies from the ceilings and walls and stuff, so she has a rigged system that well, she's used to in an arena-sized building. Well, hold on. Let, let's, let's, let's clarify this. Think of the Arizona Cardinals stadium. That's a stadium that has what looks like a bubble shape. That bubble has almost nothing to do with the actual structure of the building. This is going to be an arena that has a fucking sphere it. around it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to make a point. You just, like, fucking trampled all over well, Because I... Uh, well, and You okay. know better. Mark knows all. No, That's fine. I got it. I got shut it. Up, I learned no, my place. Shut up. No. I learned my place. To your point, the reason I'm able to squash this is because I also thought the same thing. I'm like, this is fucking... Oh. 
Oh, so it's just a fucking shell is what it is. Okay. It's not that. All right. Okay, so let's move into the Fremont Street Experience Facelift. Thanks to the increase in visitation and outpacing of revenue compared to the Strip, the LVCVA agreed to contribute $9.5 million of the $28.5 million the Fremont Street Experience is looking to raise to upgrade the Fremont Street Experience. The money is coming from a redistribution of $10 million the LVCVA had earmarked for future land acquisition. I guess they don't need any more parking. <laughs> the plan is to upgrade the current technology from 4.2 million pixels to 16.4 million, and to prevent the experience from going dark during the construction, the upgrade will overlay the existing lighting. I don't exactly understand how that I will work. don't either. But cool. <laughs> The Fremont Street Experience hasn't undergone a technology upgrade in 14 years. In addition to a brighter screen, a new interactive feature is being considered. Via a free mobile app, people would be able to vote on the music and content displayed on the screen. Additionally, they would be able to write messages and submit them for approval to be displayed on the canopy. Fremont Street Experience CEO made sure to reiterate that they will still have control over what gets displayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I can imagine going, fucking Carrie's a goddamn whore, a cheating whore. Like, no, we're not, we're not putting that. I blew my load in Vegas. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> my wad, I guess, would have been better. Sorry. Yeah. It worked either way. One is good, one is bad. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Construction is expected to begin later this year. Thanks to better consumer experiences, reasonable gambling odds, and whatever the Stevens Group decides to name the new resort on Fremont that will extend an entire city block between Main Street and First, Fremont Street is projected to increase revenue by $1.1 billion annually. I, I like the fact that they're doing an upgrade. I don't know that it needs to be brighter because if you go out at night when that sucker is going off, it's already bright as hell. But I think they probably mean crisper is what they mean. That that, that was my guess, because okay. I agree with you. I thought about that going, Jesus, what are we going to get fucking radiation from the LED here? <laughs> so that that's my guess is that it, it's because if you think about the, the technology now, it's all f like 4K. It's it's, yeah. it's just clear. It's it's crisper. And that's that's my guess is, is what they're going for. I guess I just to the point you mentioned earlier that it's going to be an overlay to the existing. I don't get it, but I don't I get don't. a lot of things like that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Well, and granted, but I wonder I mean, if Slotzilla's still going to run while that's going on. You'd think no, right? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not. Maybe, a, oh, maybe they only work on it, like, maybe. During the day. Yeah. Or do Slotzilla run during the day? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a, I find Slotzilla to be an intrusive annoyance more than anything else, so I don't really care. I think one of these days I'll do it if I ever get the patience to do it. And there's like a fast pass or something. <laughs> like, ugh, I'm not waiting for this. Come on. Good for them. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for the news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, frontdesktip.com is reporting that Harris has completed its $140 million renovation to the property. While the renovations did touch a majority of the property, not much new was introduced, just improvements on existing features. That being said, the Valley Tower now has a new lobby bar with gaming and charging stations. It's important to note that not all the rooms were addressed, specifically a thousand or so in the Mardi Gras Tower. It's interesting how many things have Mardi Gras or Monte Carlo in their names in Vegas, or at least at one point in Vegas. Mardi Gras is available at Rio, it's available at Harrah's, it's available... Because it's a party. I want to say it's available at Orleans. Well, yeah, of course it's available at Orleans. Of course it's available at the Orleans. But Monte Carlo, interestingly, was it, its own... Well, it is currently its own property, and there was a Monte Carlo tower at Riviera. Mardi Gras is a party. 
Why Don't Vegas is reporting that Jared's Hot Dogs and Hamburgers at Pond Plaza is now... <laughs> hot Dogs and Hamburgers. So it's like basically just a guy with a grill. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's that too. But it is now closed at the property. No word what will take his place. <laughs> I blame that on the name. Oh, my God. I think you're going to say the joke that you don't even know that I already wrote Go. Well, because I immediately think of Jared from Subway. It's exactly the joke <laughs> that I wrote because seriously, yeah. can you not, like, how pissed is every person named, named Jared? Jared at this point? We're like, dude, what the fuck? Well, when they built a 10 plus year ad campaign that was built around Jared, it was his like, name. super fat guy. And I like, can't remember, like, what, like, all you had to say was, you know, Jared and yeah, and people were like, oh, okay, yeah, the Jared Subway dude. Sub- yeah, Subway, right. yeah. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, wait, the subway guy? I thought (laughs) the exact same thing and wrote the exact same joke. (laughs) That's, yeah, I completely agree with you. I'm sure it has nothing to do with us being, you know, together for more than 20 years and just thinking alike, sickly. (laughs) And lastly. Hey, and lastly. The original. That's me. Oh, sorry. You read the Vegas. Hmm? The Jairus. The original marquee at the Palms is currently being removed with plans to be replaced by an all-digital sign later this year. Before you start dementing its demise... And not dementing. Lamenting. It's not fucking Harry Potter, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Before you start lamenting its demise, keep in mind that this sign still used the old signboard technology of manually placing large plastic letters over a backlit space. Have you ever seen somebody do that? Do what? Yeah, do uh, Deal with one of those signboards. Uh, no. Oh, my God. It's like a giant, super long stick that has, like, suction cups on the end of it, and they suck them onto the letters, and they oh, yeah. take them up there and try to get them into the space. Oh, like, yeah. I've seen them do it at gas stations and stuff What's like crazy about that, like, going, aren't you in Las Vegas? Uh, isn't yeah. this the fucking 21st century? Well, they, the they've shit? had a, a rough little run of ownership, so. Yeah. And I did see a tweet where somebody like tied in the neon museum because they were showing it the sign coming down and one of the letters is gone i think the m was down yeah. and they were like please tell me that this is you know is, is coming to the the neon museum and i think their response was you know we're on standby and waiting to see what they want to do so, well and, and when that's the interesting thing it's like oh please tell me it's coming there. well they have to donate it we don't we're non-for-profit yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't have this money all right but i i just i would hope that anybody because those i get why those signs need to be replaced and they're old, and I get it from a maintenance and, and a cost effectiveness and everything else. I would just hope that somebody, instead of just trashing it, it makes sense to just donate it to the museum. Well, what I'm hoping they're doing is you. So far, they've only shown the letters being taken down. What I'm hoping is they're keeping the the feather plume or whatever the fuck it is on the top, yeah. and they're replacing all of that with digital below it instead of just taking the whole thing down and replacing it with something like what fucking Arya did this Arya and then oh Caesar's Palace yeah. although Caesar's did a better version of it let's be honest of the, just this giant tall sign because one of the things I have noticed and I wonder if you've noticed this is that Arya sign ruins pictures now oh yeah absolutely because it's does. so bright it yeah. fucks up exposures well so does the Caesar's I, I haven't seen a whole lot of pictures in that direction, well, no, so you I may be seen, right. I haven't seen pictures, but I just remember walking by it when it it's when it bright. lights up. It's you're very like, bright. holy shit! No, you're absolutely right. But what uh, I and I think it's just because of how scenic the area is looking down on Vegas that I've seen that in in yeah. pictures many times. And if it, if you just catch it at the wrong time, yeah. that sign fucking ruins right. the picture because the autofocus on the brightest thing it's just it, it too bright it up, yeah, yeah it ruins it so well done aria well done not only did you make an eye you fucking kidding me right and city center not only did you make an eyesore to the gorgeous fucking vegas well okay let, let's clarify i think i i think city center in and of itself is very pretty i think when you look at the vegas skyline i think it kind of it 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 Sticks out like a sore thumb. The it sign it doesn't really fit in with yeah. the rest. Not not even just the sign. Kind oh, of really? City Center, really? Kind of all of it. But more than anything, what, what I'm really trying to point out is, you make you make the Harmon, which you're like, oh Jesus, it didn't even become a thing, and it kind of it really it muddied sat there for forever, and it really did muddy up. I, the, one of the things I love that it's gone is it it's it's become less muddy. The view has right. become less muddy. You get to see more things than. What, what you could without it, but then you replace it with an with, with a sign 
that ruins photos of people trying to take a picture of, look at how great, like, city center and everything down. Oh, you just fucking ruined the picture. We can't even take a picture of your place because you fucked it up with your right. fucking sign. The, the one thing I think is funny is, you know, to name that area city center was so egotistical, and it is so not. I mean, yeah. it, it, you basically, you took Aria, which is a cool property to stay at. Yeah. And you said we haven't had a lot of luck gambling or eating there. But it, it, it's a, a cool property, but it's so fucking far off the strip that it's a pain in the ass to get to. It's like you basically took one of your newest, coolest properties and put it so far back that it's just annoying for anybody to get there. And then you name this area city center, and there's nothing about a city that's based there. You have shopping and you have a casino and uh, a residential tower. Yeah. You don't have two, anything. Two, actually. Okay, well. <laughs> I know, right? You you forget about the other one because you're like, Jesus, there's something further than Aria? Yeah. God damn it. So it just, the whole, sorry, I know this is a side note, but that whole area that when anytime somebody still says city center, I'm just like, you're such a fucking a bunch of egotistical yeah, idiots. I, I will give Mirren credit in that I think the concept was brilliant. I think where oh, I, it didn't work. I don't, it just didn't, it didn't work. work. It just didn't work. It didn't work. And and he what he was trying to do is to create another avenue off the strip where all roads led to MGM owned stuff. It, it's almost like the concept was like we're gonna make a city and that will be a resort. But it's going, not a city. Wow, that sounds cool. But then you're like you see the execution by like going. This isn't cool at all. This a city has a pain in the ass. You know, shops and stores and restaurants. The only shops that, that you have there. That actually might have fucking really right. worked. Holy right. shit, what a great idea. That's the issue. That's what a city has. The only shops they have are ones that nobody, no normal person Think can afford to shop that. in. The fucking pain in the ass it is to walk all the way back there with nothing. Right. Replace all. Think, I, I think very specifically about Chicago. At the base of every yep. one of those tall towers. Stores, are, shops, yes. everything. If you Food, did, like grab and go restaurants, grocery all stores, kinds of things, drugstore. Like, there was a place in downtown Chicago that only worked on electric razors. It's a tiny little like place. That, like yeah, yeah, we just that, that's that that's our four. It was almost like a shoe shop, like a cobbler's place. <laughs> and that's all they did was a pair it's of razors. All they yeah. did, like it was fascinating to me, and, and absolutely. It's 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 like you forgot what makes it charming. Well, I get the tall buildings are gorgeous and it's a it's an. If you're gonna call concept. it a city and you want it to be self-contained, you got to put in all the shit that cities that's have in it. Fucking brilliant! That that is, that is I will give you credit. That is a concept that never occurred to me, and instantly made me go. That's why it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't oh, work. I, I've thought that for forever since the name came up. I don't, maybe I just didn't say it the right way. Yeah. But yeah, it's at, you're absolutely right. Line that entire walkway with cute little shops that. So think about it. If you did own a property in Vidara, or you stayed there, Vidara is a hotel, or it's both. It's well, both. Well, right? It's meant to be condo towers, but it's yeah, okay. it's a hotel. But no. but so let's okay. So let's say you did. So you don't want to have a car because parking down there, number one, is ridiculous. You'd probably have to pay for a parking pass, and getting oh, out is insane. This to another level. Well, so so if you. If you're going to stay there, if you're going to own a property, make it someplace you want to be, if you're going to stay there for an extended period of time, you've got a little kitchenette. It's built in. And even Cosmo. Okay, so I need yeah. someplace to go get groceries and necessities and little, and call them sundries. The places that they have in the casinos aren't what you're looking for. I mean, something like a Walgreens sure or that, something like that. why that mega like that. Walgreens built up shop next door but to oh, me yeah. i'm like that's a huge fail on your fucking part well, because then you gotta go across you the street yes you should have fucking been, you have a goddamn city and you right. don't have a fucking wall i don't know what it? they have in most of those buildings most of those buildings that have been up there obviously you know crystals is the it was stuff it, is, but it it's was just all like, about all of those buildings were all about condos that was just they were gonna print cash they weren't you sell them one time and then you're done? Well, you do have to charge the association fee and building maintenance on. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, all right, we killed that one enough. Fail. So that is going to do it for news and prop bets, and it's actually going to do it for the show. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates, Amazon.com, Tickets.accessvegas.com. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. You can buy merchandise from our store, Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. You can get premium and exclusive content at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And if you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast.com. 
And if you still aren't sure how to use your smartphone to record audio and email it to us, we You're not allowed to have one anymore. (laughs) I was kind of going that route, like, come on. But I, I wasn't, yeah, I was going with just implied sarcasm. You just threw it out there. Yeah. Um, but we do have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog, <laughs> the blog's main page. <laughs> Where can people find you, Karen? On Twitter, I'm at Karen Mark. And, oh, fuck, I almost forgot. So we're taking off next week. We are. And that means you're getting the next installment of bonus content. Well, some of you are. The, the Patreon <laughs> subscribers. And some of you are going to get teased about going, look what you're not getting. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I'm super excited. I work really, really hard on those, and I just love to finally get them out. You're so. not going to say which one it is? Well, no, of course not. Okay. Just no, just asking. Yeah. Although all the savvy veterans of the show I know, but have, you don't have been know. able to, to figure it out because there are certain things that I have to... I gotta make sure that this is posted so that way I can link to this and I can link to this. And all of a sudden it pops up. So if you pay (laughs) close enough attention, you'll you'll then realize that there are hints out there as to to what's what's coming up next. But yeah, but that means we get to take a weekend off. Yes, I am looking forward to our weekend again. Yes, agreed, agreed. So we will enjoy ourselves, and I hope that you will enjoy yourselves as well. So until next time.